January 16th, 2011. BGN Radio presents Kevin's Oblast Radio with your host, Kevin Baird. And Vadim. Okay, so tonight I've got Vadim on from Sweden. And uh, yep. he uh, offered to be on the show. And, uh, you know, like most things with the Oblast, uh, if you want to be on the show, you kind of got to give me, Kevin, a shout out that says uh, you'd be interested in being on. Uh, you can also send me an email. Um, which is, uh, for this show, it's kbaird, that's K-B-A-I-R-D, at vgn.us, as well as you can reach me on Facebook, if you know my Facebook. I don't even know my Facebook, so I can't give it to you, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm on there. So uh, you can, if, you, if you know me and you're on Facebook, then you can uh, talk to me on there, which is uh, how Vadim got a hold of me. Um, so uh, it, it, this is typical in the interview session that we do for Old Blast. Old Blast is also a technical show. Some of you that are listening are probably wondering if I'm ever going to do another technical show. I did do an audio show recently about um, oil and peak oil, which I think is going to be really interesting. I've just got to kind of edit it up and get it out there. And also I know a lot of people wrote in some emails, and I am going to have a general show soon, uh, which I'm going to be covering those. Uh, but lately I've just had a lot of interview opportunities, so um, just been kind of cutting through those, and the reaction's been really good. So uh, here's another one. So, okay, uh, typical uh, what we do, Vadim, is we go through your um, your upbringing and everything. But um, how's your weather in Sweden right now? Are you guys freezing, or is it? Uh, <laughs> it's it's shitty. Let oh, me just yeah. It's uh, yeah yeah no we we are we are freezing. Yeah, is it? Um, I heard that uh, like Poland and stuff over there got like f- like super sub zero freezing temperatures in the north or whatever. How are you guys? Um, you know, on the west, like you know, western side of the Europe. I mean, is it um, has it been abnormally cold or has it just been sort of typical? Actually, it has been. Uh, we've had we've had um, storms. You know, way too much snow. It's been it's been weird. Yeah. You know? Uh, but uh, like Ger- know, Germany, la- Germany last year, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Germany last year, they had a big uh, freeze last year. I remember hearing about that too, where they were like all totally frozen out or something like that. You know, and it's been unusual for us too in the United States. We uh, we've been uh, every state has had snow except for Florida this winter, which mm-hmm. is uh, very unusual because uh, a lot of our southern states don't get snow, and um, it's just been one of the one of the cases where we've just had a really freakish amount of cold weather. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, but it's 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 weird though because, I mean, we live in the north, right? It's Scandinavia, and there's always a winter, no matter what, and yet, no one is prepared for a winter. So as soon as this cold comes, the whole society just breaks down. The trains don't work. The schools are not open. But I mean, I can understand if you live like in Florida or some th- southern state or something. Right. But here, it's just I don't I don't get it, man. I just. But that's that's just the way it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I've never been to. Um, I've been to Europe I, when I was like three, but otherwise it doesn't really count because I don't remember anything <laughs> about it at all. And uh, it's not like I could go anywhere or anything. You know, might as well have been next door for all I knew. Uh, so I know nothing about it. The only thing I really know about Sweden is uh, uh, the Pirate Bay, which is yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, over there, and um, that vampire movie that came out uh, that was made over there. That was kind of uh, a popular. Let the right one. Yes, let the right one in. Yes. That's, uh, mm-hmm. that's about it. Um, right. You know, it's, you know. So you'll have to fill us all in. But before we get to all that good stuff. Uh, what we usually do on the show is we go all the way back. And uh, your parents, um, before they had you, can you give me any kind of background information on them, how they met, where they met, all that kind of stuff? 
Well, uh, I, ha I actually have my biological parents, uh, which are Russian, and uh, I have my Swedish parents, which adopted me. So maybe I should start all the way back uh, from, from my Russian upbringing, so to speak. Uh, and uh, I was born in 89, you know, uh, when, the, when the wall fell. Uh, but by that time, the whole Soviet Union, you know, was breaking down. Uh, and uh, I'm not actually sure where I was born. Uh, my papers doesn't state exactly where I was born, but um, they just say that uh, local police picked me up and dropped me off at an orphanage. <laughs> oh, really? Wow, that's, so, uh, that's interesting. That's actually on your papers. That's what it says? It says, uh, yeah. really, that's interesting. Yep. So uh, I, I actually don't know who my mother was or who my father was. Okay. Uh, but what we know is that uh, I'm going to shorten it down for you because it's a ridiculously long story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happened was when I, before I came to the orphanage, uh, my mother went away to Moscow uh, and she never returned. So, uh, and you know, during this time in the Union, there was, there was a food shortage. Okay. I mean, Im imagine, you know, when you uh, walk into the Super Duper Mart in, in Fallout 3. You know, I mean, that's pretty much what it was. Uh, right. There was literally no food. So our theory is that she went there to get food, and she basically never came back. So uh, I, gu I guess my father started drinking and, you know, he didn't have a job, so he just dropped the kid off. Uh, and um, well, that's interesting. So th this was uh, this would this orphanage was it in Moscow? Was it in the you know was it in that vicinity or were you uh, someplace else? You... Uh, it's it's a small town called Noginsk. It's uh, it's in the vicinity. Okay. Uh, it was a small town back then, but now I think it's it's grown. It's uh, uh, nor nor north of Moscow, south of Moscow. North, south. Uh, I'd say northeast. Northeast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. So. So I so, mean, you, was, so so your dad uh, dropped you off basically, or whatever. Uh, you were out on the street looking for quarters or something, and then they put you into an orphanage, and and you and you. <laughs> no, no. Uh, walk by that time, but uh, it it just says that the dropped me off at the orphanage so I have literally no idea where I was born um, okay. but it must have been yeah oh no it's okay uh, your audio okay. your audio just got a little bit choppy there for a second but it's okay we didn't really miss anything um, so right. so you uh, you know hey you're on the other side of the planet Hey, you know, we're lucky we're talking to each other for free. You know what I mean? It's yeah, all good. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, uh, so you didn't know them, and and you ended up in 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 an orphanage uh, in in Moscow, or the orphanage was outside. I, I didn't get that part. I wasn't sure if they oh, yeah. picked, they picked you up, and then they picked you up in that town and moved you to Moscow, or the orphanage was in that town. I. I Sorry. Oh yeah, let let me uh, clarify. Uh, the orphanage is in Noginsk. That's okay. the town. Okay. Close to Moscow. I I, I ne never actually was. I must have been. I I guess. Doesn't state that I was actually born. We just figured that 
probably I was born somewhere else, and the cops picked me up and then dropped me off in the closest town where there were an orphanage, and there were plenty of them uh, in the Union, of course, right. by that time. So, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine during that time period there was probably a lot of kids in your situation that were in I mean, I... I I know actually people in the United States that have adopted orphans from from uh, Russia because um, mm-hmm. in the United States adoption is you know has always been a big thing and people go we're going over there and picking people up and things like that and I actually <laughs> I know people that that have done that you know I, I don't yeah. know the, the, there's no there's no real orphanages in the United States at all um, there there are some uh, homes for um, uh, what do they what do they want to call it like kids that have um, uh, deficiencies, you know, mm-hmm. but um, uh, even then, it's uh, <clears throat> it's usually only like you're like like a kid that like as young as you were in the United States, you would you would easily find like a like a home in the United States. Most of the time, when kids here go to an orphanage or one of these uh, sort of um, places, that it's usually uh, they're older. You know, you got to be like mm-hmm. in your 12 or 13 years of age or something like that, because that's when people are kind of like, well, I want a kid to adopt, but I don't want one who's, <laughs> you know, grown already and stuff. Yeah. So, that, so yeah. it wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't be a problem. But that I, I guess there are I mean, I don't know from your experience, but I guess there are a lot. So do you remember going to the orphanage? Do you remember as a kid going in? I mean, do you do you remember all that happening to you at all? Uh, no, uh, I was I was way too young to remember that. Okay. But uh but I mean, I, I I think I was there for at least three years, um, or four. I think it is. I I got there when I was three. Um, so I mean, I I remember things from it. Right. I'm just just because I don't know exactly when the union fell ninety one ninety two something like that. Yeah. Um, but it was I mean ninety one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but just because. The union fell doesn't mean that you know everything changed right overnight. Right. So it it was, you know, it was still a communist, communist orphanage. Right. If if I can call it that, I mean, I I wouldn't know the difference from you know a democratic orphanage, but <laughs> uh, but uh, probably not much. Know, yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, we're talking pretty strict discipline. Uh, we're talking beatings. You could get different punishments if you were, you know, uh, up to no good or, uh, you know, shitty food. Um, hmm. I mean, we we have uh, we have pictures from uh, from it actually, and uh, I mean, I was skinny as shit. You know, I mean, right. you know, it's it's not a third world country. Right. You know, I mean, we, we, no one is really starving except right. back then. Yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, and I, we we have this great picture of me standing in a in a in a big hall, and <laughs> there's this enormous picture of Lenin, right. you know, above me, you know, ominous and shit. So um, now, do you do you yeah. do you, um? Do you recall, like, uh, how many people you were in school with? Or, you know, or do you know that? I mean, was it, like, I say school, an orphanage. Do you, do you remember, like, if it was, like, a thousand kids in that place? Or, you know, was it a really big building, you know, type of thing? Or anything like that? I think we were, I mean, at least a hundred. Okay. Uh, it wasn't just, it was kind of a special orphanage, too, because there were kids there that were deaf or 
or uh, disabled okay. in different in different ways. So it wasn't just for you know the regular kids right. that didn't have parents or whatever. Uh, but um, the the thing is, we never actually got out uh, because the the whole area was encircled in in a huge wall. So the kids never actually got out <laughs> of the orphanage. So I've never actually been. Well, of course, when I was adopted, I got out, but right. I never actually been you know, outside the wall. It's kind of like it's kind of like uh, the Last Emperor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, yeah, except a little less, you know, luxurious. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the food quality wasn't uh, wasn't that great. You had to share it with a hundred other emperors, but that's cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, I've, I've never. You know, I've never seen. I mean, never seen the sea. You know, I've never seen a city. Right. I mean, it was. It was. I never seen shit, basically. Yeah, it sounds pretty miserable. So, do you remember um, at that point? You know, when you got adopted, you were maybe what seven or something. Do you remember that at all? Do you remember that that happening to you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's a long process, but uh, literally, what happens is, my parents, uh, my adoptive parents. Uh, they get a book, and there's all these different kids, and you see a picture, and there's they say a little bit about them and stuff. So they just point out a kid, okay. you know, I want that one, uh, and uh, and uh, luckily enough, it was me. So uh, and um, well, so, yeah, l- lucky enough, but you had to wait like four years for that to happen. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's, it's a ridiculously long process. And, uh, Who knows how how many other people looked at your picture and were like, "No, not him." <laughs> I never actually thought about that, but uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're actually right. Now I'm now I'm getting depressed. Uh, but uh, no, 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 no. Um, but funny. they actually paid uh, fifty thousand kronor, which is Swedish kronor, for me, which I guess is what. Five thousand bucks or something. Okay, like that. that sounds about average, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I was worth in money. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I do actually remember when they, because um, they, you know, they they sent letters, um, they sent um, photos. Um, so I was I was quite aware of the fact that I was going to get adopted. Okay. Uh, even even at that stage or age, um, so I knew. You were were you excited? You were saying, or I mean, I mean, is that oh, something? Yeah. yeah, you you really want to get out of there? Then I mean, you were like, you know, looking forward to it. I mean, I I, I never was quite sure with people that were in an orphanage. You know, you if you really wanted to leave because you got friends there and everything. But I, I mean, the one you described sounds pretty terrible. So I guess you would probably be looking forward to just getting out. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong; it wasn't that bad actually. I mean, we we had a little school. You know, I mean, there were several. You know other orphanage orphanages that were in much worse shape. You know? okay. So I mean it wasn't that miserable, but I mean when I looked at the pictures from you know their home in Sweden, right? I mean you know it looked it so much heavy. better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean I I realized pretty soon that you know this is better than what this is. So, so did they write you in um, uh, did they write you in Russian? I mean, you were able to read and everything, right? Or did somebody read this to you or did they write you in Sweden? Swedish, I mean, did you uh, did you have to, you know, tell me about that? Yeah, no, um they wrote in Swedish, but uh, uh the ones at the um, uh, adoptive center, I guess I could call it, um they translated. 
okay. the letters and then sent them to to Russia. Okay. So yeah. so you had to learn you had to learn the the Swedish language then, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh my the Swedish parents wrote in Swedish and then they sent the letters. Oh no, the... I know. I mean, but once you were adopted, you did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, of course. Right. Of course. Oh, yes. Okay. That's uh that's a different story. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so I was just saying, you know, geez, you know, at seven years of age, you'd be like looking at your uh, pr- uh, prospective parents to be and stuff, and you'd be like, I don't want to learn Swedish. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't want to go. You're right? Can you guys Fuck. find me somebody that speaks something else? You know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you don't. You don't really have a <laughs> right. Yeah, you you, you, know, you, don't, you don't get to look through a, a book through, of parents and pick them out and be like, no, not them. <laughs> How about these? Yeah, no. Uh, Japan sounds like fun. How about I go to Japan? Uh, okay. I would actually like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, you uh, so you meet them, right? I mean, they show up and everything, and, and visit with you and stuff, right? Beforehand, or how does that, did that happen at all, or did they just? Uh... Well, it's 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 different uh, in whichever country you're adopting from. Uh, in some countries, you actually have to go and live with the kid. As a parent, oh really? Uh, for several months, and that of course is expensive. Right. Um, Russia at that time did not have the same rules, so they did not have to come to live with me. Um, well, because they would have to live at the orphanage, and that would be pretty fucking weird. Right. Um, but um, no, so uh, we we basically had to write to each other uh, for quite some time before they actually just came one day. And uh, picked me up. Uh, so wow, boy! Yeah. Just better hope they weren't like uh, <laughs> cannibals or something, you know. And just, <laughs> Come on in, you know. It'd be kind of crazy. But uh, so you just grabbed uh, whatever you had. You you hopped in the, in their car, or whatever, whatever taxi and stuff, and hit hit the airport. And uh, then the yep. next thing you know, that day you're living in um, Sweden. Is that it? Yep. Wow. I mean, that's pretty yeah. exciting. So, how old were you at that point? Uh, I was seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. So can you now can you tell me about um, your adopted parents and did they have any kids and where they met and all that? Do you know anything about them? Well, uh, they met uh, in the seventies. You know, they were just at the same school basically. Okay. So, uh, but uh, yeah, they did actually have two kids. Uh, my bigger brother and uh, his little brother that died. Uh, so that's why why they adopted me because ah, you know they okay. got an, another brother. So uh, yeah, so I have a big brother who's Swedish, uh, who's their kid, so to speak. Uh, so yeah, that was that was it. Wow. So you you were the replacement child. Yeah. For the basically. you know basically. Um, I had a friend who uh, whose father was a twin and his twin brother died and then they ended up having a kid and naming uh, their kid after. Um, his twin brother and and I I, I, oh, I I don't I don't think that was like that wise because I think that um, he's always had to like live in that guy's shadow you yeah, know and, yeah, yeah. and and things like that but um, it, it sounds like though that this this was okay I mean at least you kind of 
um, you you didn't get involved with the the. I mean, you'll tell me, but it, you know, I, I've known groups out here. They're like, we're going to adopt a kid, and then you show up, and there's like twenty seven other adopted kids oh, in yeah, the family yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff, and you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, you've, <laughs> you've kind of gone from one adoption agency to another in a sense, you know, because you know, you're just yeah. like with such a huge family, you just get lost. But this sounds more close and personal, so that's good. So, um, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I I've heard of those. I mean hoarders, you right. know, or whatever you call them, you know. Right, right. Uh, it's uh, it's just, it's weird, man. I just I, I don't get it. <laughs> right, I don't know how you can spread around that much uh, family. Uh, it's a little bit bizarre. So, so you so you, you um did you get along with the older brother? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, there was of course some bickering, as it should be between right. brothers. Uh, I I got into the family pretty quick. I, I figured that they actually were my family before I even met them. Okay. I kind of accepted it. Uh, and um, so, yeah, we got along pretty well. Absolutely. So at first it was must have been kind of difficult, though, right? Because you didn't speak the language and everything. So they were, they were just teaching you how to talk? I mean, is that – I mean, because they show up and they're like, you know, they, maybe they can say, like, hello in Russia or something. And then, yeah, you, yeah. And then you get over there and everybody's just talking in another language and you're like, mm, <laughs> you know, I, how did that go for you? Well, actually, I was seven, so I got here, and we actually start school at seven. Okay. Uh, so I got here three weeks before actually school starts. Wow, all right. So I went into school without knowing any Swedish at all. Okay. Um, and I had an interpreter with me the first time. Oh, really? Jeez, uh, that's you know, nice. just to point out <laughs> what the hell was going on. You had your own personal interpreter. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, they actually have to, by law, really give us. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's, that's freaking crazy. Okay. That doesn't happen here, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you pick up a kid that doesn't speak the language, you better get to teaching that kid the language quick. And uh, we start okay. school here at like five, so mm-hmm. you'd be in trouble already. You'd be in, you'd be in big trouble. Two years yeah. late, <clears throat> no school. Uh, can't speak the language. You'd be in second grade going, I don't know. I <laughs> got nothing. <laughs> They're like, you're, you're done. Yeah, but <clears throat> the thing is, uh, I mean, I was young. Right. And I was, you know, I was surrounded by Swedish all day. Uh, that's all I heard, you know. And you pick it up pretty quick. Uh, I picked it up in, I mean, I could speak, read, and understand the language in about, like, three months or something. Okay. So, you know, I could communicate p- perfectly. Uh, but I lost I lost my Russian, sadly. So I don't, I don't know but, a yeah. word. I actually, um, <clears throat> I actually learned German when I was a kid. And my mom, my mom, my mom only spoke German to me, <clears throat> and then uh, my grandmother uh, told my mom that it was very rude that uh, she was the only one who could understand me. So from that point on, my mom then started speaking English to me, and I lost all the German. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, so I'm completely familiar with that. <clears throat> Uh, so were you like all hard at that point? Like you could go out, you like you were owning all the kids at recess because you had spent <laughs> years in the orphanage, so you could just pop kids in the jaw and stuff and knock them out and everything, and you'd be like, "I'm, I'm the king of this recess." You know, you take the ball and tell everybody else what to do. I mean, you know. So I imagine you were, you know, pretty. Uh, I mean, you're, you come from Russian orphanage. You got to be pretty hardened. You know, you're just kind of like uh, nobody can really get in your face. You just knock them down. No, I don't know. But but you you're actually pretty close. I mean, you know the Swedes historically speaking uh, has always been you know afraid of Russia and Russians in general. Okay. <laughs> um, you know because 
what, 400, 300 years ago, we were at war. Okay. I mean, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. But anyway, that's, <laughs> that, that's the way it is. Right. And, um, you know, I mean, when I came here, you know, there's, there's all sorts of, you know, they think that I, I know people from the mafia, um, you know. Right eat children for breakfast and shit like that. I mean, that, that's not how it is, but that's what they thought. So, right. And uh, I, I was quite aware of that, so I used it, of course, to my own advantage. I could, you know, intimidate people. Yeah. I still do. Sure. It's fun as shit. <laughs> um, uh, so, I mean, I was respected, but it was more like he was the new weird guy, you know? Right. They didn't know that much about me, so... Uh, it, it wasn't like I was going around beating people. Um, right, right. That's not what I do. But, um, of course, they were scared of the new guy. Yeah, so. well, is it ever warm in Sweden? No, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> all, all yes, we, it is. All I ever see is snow. Uh, so you... Um, you go over there. You got a house and everything. You're growing up now. You're going to school now. I don't. I'm not too um, aware of the uh, Swedish school system. The, the the many of the people I've had on the show have talked about the school systems uh, all being uh, based on the English uh, school system. You know, the guy from Kenya, English. You know, South Africa, English. Um, India, English. Um, I talked to an English guy last time. Uh, it was the English yeah, school system. Uh, so, uh, how is? Um, can you tell me? Can you give me a rundown of how the school system is there? In Sweden? Well, uh, I actually have a comparison here <laughs> between oh. the United States and the Sweden. Fantastic. Go um, for it. I know, I'm not actually sure if, it's, if it is the British system, but uh, there are some differences between the two. Uh, like, for instance, we start earlier than you guys do. Um, we have... Well, what do you mean by earlier? Like, you start as a kid earlier, or you start, like, you, in August or something? I don't know what you mean. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I mean, you guys start earlier. Uh, oh, okay. We started seven, you guys started six. Yeah, six or five right? if you go to, like, preschool, kindergarten. Right. Yeah, we have we have preschool, too. I didn't go to preschool uh, because, you know, I was seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you weren't uh, around. So, yeah. Um, but there are, there are of course, differences. Uh, like, uh, I mean, you know, elementary school that right. you go to. Right. Uh, which is six to 11. Um, it's it's basically the same actually for us. Where it differs is when you go to uh, high school and college, because as as far as I know, you guys, I mean, going to college is something you can choose to do, right? Right. Or not to do. Right. Right. Um, I mean, it's we we have that. It's called upper secondary school. Okay. From age sixteen to nineteen. Right. Um. And that's actually the really interesting part, uh, because they say, you know, we can choose to do it, but it's really not that much of a choice, because if you don't, um, you're probably not going to get a job, and then you're going to get a shitty life. So, you know, it's, it's, right. it's not that... Okay, well, hold on. You're you're going to, you're going a little bit too far, too far too there fast. ahead. Yeah, it's All cool. Right. It's That's cool, though. But it's, um, yeah, in the United States... Yeah, I think one of the biggest differences is it seems like you guys get out of school earlier. Um, the English system d- did. Um, you know, you, uh, we basically have you know first through twelfth in the United States, and so you go through twelve years, uh, not including kindergarten, which is also mandatory. So technically thirteen years, but kindergarten is more like you learn how to color in the lines. And you you only go for half a day, and you know it's nothing. But you have you have to go. It's the law, and um, 
uh, and preschool is optional. But then once you get, like some people, very rarely, but it happens, especially in urban city schools, people can drop out of school um, when they turn 16. So... Mm-hmm. They don't have to go anymore if they don't want to, but otherwise it's mandatory. You have to go up until you know tenth um, grade, basically, and uh, and and then at that point, yeah, you can go to college after high school, which a lot of people do, but the costs are outrageous, and yeah. you know people basically get loans and pay um, to go, and and you know that's we have tons of people going, but you know the the amount of money. Like I have a friend who went to um, just. Just three years of law school. Sorry, she, Kevin, you're you're cutting out. Nope, that's fine. Sorry, can you hear me? Is it? Yeah, uh, you're you're cutting out. <laughs> trailer boat. Okay. No. So um. So the the only thing I was going to say is I had a friend who uh, had already graduated and had a had a master's degree. So all of that college was paid for, and she decided that she would go to um, law school. Uh, and she went just for three years of law school and, and got to be a lawyer and everything. But that cost her a hundred thousand dollars. So it's um, it's extremely expensive to go to school here, uh, uh, you know, after after high school. And I never went to college, and I still managed to get a good job. So that's the big difference. Um, but, okay, elementary school. Do you have to wear a uniform? Absolutely not, no. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's certainly different than the English system. Yeah. So- um, w- there's actually been talk about, you know, reinstating the uniforms or having uniforms. But that's mostly, you know, the conservatives that wants that but we figure that i mean it's just just too too restrictive um, yeah i mean wh- why why would we just let everyone wear whatever the hell they like basically yeah you know? well this is sweden right you guys are yeah totally a uh, bunch of hippies over there with your <laughs> crazy uh no <laughs> let everything just go no um i don't i honestly don't know that much about sweden so i'm just kidding uh the um okay so the school, let's say the elementary school, was it a small building? Was it a big building? Did you have, um, you know, thousands of people? You know, was it uh, just um, the kids from your grade in that building, et cetera? Can you tell me about it? Yeah, no, it was actually uh, quite a small building. Uh, I, elementary school for me was uh, in, a, in, a, in a very small school. I think we had, like, I guess maybe 100 students less. Um, in the whole school, or just in just in your grade? Yeah, the whole school. Wow, wow, yeah. that's small. Was it a small town? It's it's actually. Um, am I going to call it a county or not? Um, if you, I, I haven't told you where I live in Sweden, right. actually. Uh, but um, it's uh, it's called Gotland. If you look it up on the map, uh, and you look at Sweden, which is the non-erect penis of Europe. <laughs> And uh, there's two islands there. There's one, you know, very thin, and then there's one in the middle. That's where I live. Uh, and we have like a population of, I don't know, sixty thousand people on the entire island. So um, oh, you're on an island. You know. Okay. Wow. So you live there. You're you're there. That you're there now. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Same place. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I see it. Okay, I had to bring it up on the map. Oh, so you're like yeah. you're like the Madagascar of uh, <laughs> yeah. of Sweden. All right, I totally see that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I thought you guys were centrally located in Europe. My brain's melting on me. I know where you guys are. Okay. <laughs> Some reason I I had you down like near Switzerland or something. That was totally wrong. Um, oh yeah. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. No. I got. I got. I got what you are right now. 
Um, okay, so you're so yeah, you're on an island. All right, so um, so that's definitely kind of weird, right? Because anytime you want to do something, you got to get on a ferry or something and go over to exactly. the mainland. Yeah, it's got to suck. Um, <laughs> no, I'm I don't know. Okay, so um, so it's a small school. It's a hundred people. So you probably had a fairly good education, right? Because a lot of one on one time with the teachers and everything like that. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, Swedish education in general is is very good. Um, we we don't have to pay for anything. Actually, they pay us to go to school. Um, so I mean, yeah, I had. Wow. Yeah. How do you guys actually support all that? Do you guys have oil money or something? Uh, oh, I lost you. Hold on. Yeah, no, uh, taxes. Oh, taxes. Oh, okay. Yep. So technically you pay for it. It's just in a roundabout kind of way. Exactly. <laughs> um, taxes pay for everything here, so, you know. Okay, so tell me, <coughs> tell me about this island a little bit. Um, what's it like? Absolutely. Um, well, they, you said Madagascar. It's actually uh, referred to as the Swedish Hawaii. <laughs> so I mean, we, we you know we sure. have the uh, the sandy beaches and we have you know a lot of tourists and stuff like that in the summer. Oh, okay. um, actually, where I'm living now, if you Google it, Visby, uh, that's yep, I see it. Yeah, it's not the capital city, but you know it's the, it's the, m- large, the main city town. Yeah, Wikipedia calls it the the main town. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, um, I see. And you know it's an it's an old medieval town. Oh, all right. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure you can see a picture of the ring wall. Yeah, um, I see it. Which uh, which uh, surrounds the city, inner city. So there's there's a lot of history here. If you're interested in that, you know. Um, and um, well, it certainly looks nice. And you guys, you have you get snow on an island like that, or absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I figured yeah. you might, but you know, some places like. Like England, like sometimes almost never gets snow in the south, but then lately they have. I don't know. Um, so, uh, is there a lot to do there? I mean, it look it's, it's, uh, from here, it looks like it's um, everybody's going to be walking around in like wood shoes and everything on this picture, <laughs> and uh, slapping their thighs and stuff and dancing in a circle like the Germans do. So I don't, I don't know. You guys have like modern things like movie theaters and things in town? Of course. Okay. We do. <laughs> I, I mean, it is an island, so I don't. Maybe there's rules, you know? Like, no, this is we don't modernize it up here, people. Everybody wear you know corsets and. Uh, no cars, take a cart, you know, I have no idea. Yeah, no, no, it's not the South. I'm, but, I'm sorry, everyone <laughs> living in the South. But yeah, no, we have, yeah, okay. it's modern. Okay, so that's, so that's cool. So it, and it's fairly large then, um, you, you know, do, do, is it, do you find yourself having to go over to the mainland often? Yeah, I mean, all of my relatives live on the mainland, for okay. instance. Um, but not to go shopping or something, or is that? Oh no, okay. no, no, no. I mean, you you gotta you gotta realize that you know in in the summer, we we our population doubles at least. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So we have to have all the shops and everything here, you know. Right. For all the tourists, so um, no, not for shopping. And uh, I mean, I only shop. Over the internet, anyway. So this is a this is a purely curiosity question for me. How is your city? Um, how how's the electrical grid powered over there? Do you know? I mean, do you guys get electricity from um, coal mines or oil fire or nuclear power? Do you have nuclear any idea? power? It is nuclear power. Okay, yep. I was curious about that. Yeah, because um, <clears throat> on an island like that, I wasn't sure what you would. Um, 
what you would do, you know, and uh, that totally that totally makes sense. Great. So meltdown on on the way for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but, but the the plant isn't actually on the island itself. Oh, really? So the plant is on the mainland. So I'm not actually sure how they transferred electricity, wow. but long transmission lines, I guess. Well, that's cool. Yep. That's interesting. All right, that's just purely some nerdy crap for me that I'm interested. This is Oblast, so we talk about nerdy stuff on here sometimes. So, uh, <laughs> just, just something I was curious about. Okay, so um, so when you go on vacation, do you stay on the island, or do you like? Are you like I'm not staying on this vacation island? I'm going to the mainland, or how does that work? Uh, actually, we, um, I mean, we we try to travel. I mean, we we have everything here, right? You know. It's it's somewhat of a paradise, so to speak. Really? But uh, okay. um, but now, if 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 I would go to vacation anywhere, it would be Britain or really? or uh, any other place in Europe. Euro France. Euro Disney? Anything? No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> never been there. Okay. Um, do do you ever feel uh, like you want to go east and uh, to back to Russia to look around or anything like that or? Actually, it's uh, we are planning to go there this summer. Oh, actually, okay. for the first time. So yeah, absolutely. Well, wow, that's interesting. We'll have to have you back on after you go, so you can uh, you can give us an update on uh, absolutely what it was I'd like. love that. Uh, it'd be interesting. Okay, so you go through um, you go through elementary school, and um, you uh, when do you get out of elementary school? There, I mean, do you, what grade are you in? Uh, I'm in uh, grade six when I get out. Okay, so you, then you go to what? Because in here we that we get out of you know there's grade six and then we go to a junior high and we do a junior high. Um, it, it depends on where you live. Sometimes you can do a junior high that's sixth, seventh, eighth, which I think is what it was here for a while, and now they've okay. changed it again. And now I think it's like um, seven, eight, nine. Something like that, but that's um, they, they just kind of mix it up all the time. But it's sort of like a, it's just a population density thing. Okay, okay, yeah, no, it says middle school here, but I guess that's the same. Yeah, yeah, they call uh, it middle school here now too. Sorry. Okay. They okay, changed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, that's for us. It's all uh, compulsory school from ages seven to sixteen. Um, so at grade nine for you guys which okay. is high school right where you start high school right um we've actually we actually start high school at grade eight for you guys oh so, right. okay that's interesting yeah. yeah that would never happen here okay. so. <laughs> you would be like two you would be like two underdeveloped i think too which would be kind of weird because you're like probably still walking around thinking about picking up some toys and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> like, I can't wait to go home and get the new, like, G.I. Joe or something, and the, <laughs> the seniors are like, get out of here, you little kid, you know, it's like all weird, yeah, I wouldn't, and then, like, well, it'd be kind of, you know, there'd be girls there, and they'd be too young, and seniors would be all hitting on them and stuff, and you'd be like, dude, that's not right, she's 12, you know, and what, you know, I don't know, so, but really, yeah, that's, how, that's how it is there, huh, eighth grade, you're in, uh, you're in high school, that's interesting. How big was your high school? That was uh, a bit larger, actually. We had uh, a couple of, I guess, a hun- couple of hundred students or so. Um, and we actually only go for three years of high school. Right. Is it a full, uh, is uh, it a, is the, is this building like a good facility? I mean, did you have like, say, a swimming pool and a library and a gymnasium and all that kind of stuff? I mean, you know, oh, yeah. being in a, on this, little town or this little it's not a little town obviously it's 
but uh, on this little island, I'm uh, just curious. As, um, when I saw that movie, Let the Right One In, I saw that little kid in the pool, and mm -hmm. I and my school didn't have a pool. And I was like, wow, those guys have a pool. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. You know. Yeah, no, we, we actually um, we had all of that. Yeah. Really? Okay. Really? Yep. Okay. All right, so it was pretty full-featured, so you had everything you wanted. Now, when you're going in high school, and you're saying that you basically have to go to you have to go to university when you get out. Uh, yeah, but yeah. you know, you you could be like, I'm not going. I'm going to be a, you know, I'm going to be a janitor or something. Yeah, I mean, the, the only the only choices you have. I mean, if you don't want to go to university, is if you have contacts or you were born with a silver spoon up your ass. Right. Or um you know unless you absolutely know that you're going to get a job. Right. After you What you about know. um what about military? C can you join um, uh, I don't I don't know what the Swedish military is even is, but you know, can you join it or uh, Yeah, you actually can at the age of 18. Okay. Um uh, and uh, back in the day, you, you everyone had to do it, right? Um, and you know, you could go to jail if you didn't want to, shit like that, right? Um, nowadays, you can choose. If you don't want to go, you can just say, you know, my toe hurts or some shit like that, and uh, and they'll just, you know. But it's still people still go basically. Well, you know, the economy being what it is, right? And you know, it's hit us too. Uh, nowadays, everyone's trying to do it, and uh, you know they are recruiting like crazy. So yeah, I mean they are getting their soldiers, if you know what I mean. I mean we are in Afghanistan, for example. So you know no nowadays they they train them for I don't know three months or something, right. and then they can send them over to a war zone. I mean. Sweden has a, you know, it's a pretty proud history of the fact that, um, you know, even during the uh, um, World War II and things like that, you guys were, uh, guys were in pushovers. The um, and, we actually were. <laughs> well, I mean, I, well, okay. I mean, I think everybody in the North was sort of steamrolled, but um, yeah. But but the thing is, I mean, the Danish. I mean, yeah, they were invaded. But and and the Norwegians were invaded, but at least they fought back. Well, right, the Nors, yeah, the Norwegians. I mean, they fought the Russians first. Um, yeah. So, but the Swedes just rolled over, and you know. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, mostly the Nazis were interested on the western coast. I don't know what they were doing in there in Sweden, and the, you know, like, hey, what's going on? They, you know, you know. No, they were actually here for the iron. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So we ju we just let them take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah. you didn't have to do very much, though. I mean, you know, maybe that was the better way to go. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, if it's pacifism in that case, it kind of worked out, you know, because uh, you just kind of, uh, nobody got killed, you know. I exactly. Think and I mean, the reason Sweden is, I mean, as rich as it is now is because when the war was over, we weren't bombed to shit, you know. Right. So, so we could, you know, sell our shit right. to everyone else and thus, you know. Yeah, I so. boy, I kind of remember like when the Nazis were leaving that part of Europe that they were getting like uh harassed and killed and things, but maybe I'm thinking more of like uh Finland or something. I I'm sorry, my northern um, my my northern I got to brush up on it a little bit. So Sweden's under my radar, I guess. I didn't pay much attention. <laughs> maybe because they didn't do very much. I'm usually m much more on the ball with the uh, 
by geography, but this time I think you've got me. Um, so, uh, okay, so... Um, uh, you're you're like how old? You're 21. You said yeah. so. Basically, yeah. um, are you f- still in university? Have you finished it? Um, uh, I I've finished it. Yeah. You have. Okay. Did you get? A, did you have a master's or anything when you were in school? Did you determine what you wanted to be when you grew up? Or uh, you know, that's that's the thing. I'm still in that stage. Okay. Um, you know what I'm gonna be when I grow up. <laughs> I haven't actually figured it out yet. Um, there's there's a lot of interests you know gaming for instance we have uh, one of the um, one of our one of our uh, universities here in Visby actually uh, has a program for uh, computer games and uh, it's oh. one of the best in the world so you know for a small place it's pretty cool so, you, so you're thinking about doing that maybe i'm not i'm not the thing is i'm actually more interested in in playing than actually, you know, right? H- how how to make the games, or or I'm more interested in why we're playing, you know. Um, yeah, I think you know, uh, I have a lot of experience, obviously, with the video game field, and I looked at a lot of these things too, being that I'm a computer programmer, and uh, I think that a lot of kids, um, you, you know, not you, you're an adult, but I mean younger than you, um, g- grow up. And when I talk to them, they're all like, I'm going to design video games when I get older, you know, and stuff. And you're like, um, you know, and I always try to tell them, like, you know, it's not really all that glamorous. You know, you're a bunch of code and stuff like that. And and yeah. I think in their mind that they see themselves as being like the guy that sits back and comes up with the ideas, you know, like, um, uh, you know, make this happen in the game. You know, I'm going to go outside and drive my Ferrari around or something. And, uh, and and other people like come up with it because for some reason those people haven't thought of those things before and now they need help. And but what I do know from it is that you know if if you were ever one of those people that wanted to actually um, come up with games, uh, the two best positions to do is to either be a writer um, mm-hmm. and just standard just standard writing, not like code writing, just be a writer and or um, get into uh, content development. Content development tends to be the guys who get the tools from the programmers and then make the levels, make the um, the adventure portion, you know, come up with the ideas for what the characters are going to do and all that kind of stuff. They're, they're more the people that get involved with it, where the programmers themselves are just, you know, they're just the guys that are doing the math. You know, they're yeah. like, have you looked at this theorem? I have an algorithm here that I want to discuss with you. You know, that's, I mean, unless you're really into math, that sounds going to be real boring. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, the no, way but you want I, to go. I mean, I have a lot of friends, you know, that's studying there right now. Oh, okay. So, so I know it's hard work. I mean, they really have to, to study. Yeah. You know? I mean, are you, do you have strengths in studies? I mean, is there anything particularly that you're good at? Uh, I think the word is civics, but I'm not actually sure. Um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm more of a thinker, you know, I'm, I'm into religion, I'm into politics, how society, um, things like that. All right. It's probably okay now. <clears throat> so you're the thinker, you think about politics and religion and things like that. Um, yeah. uh, you could also get into, uh, have you ever thought about management? Are you, uh, do you, could, no. you, could you boss people around? Do you think I could definitely boss people around? Because <laughs> you might be, you know, in along <laughs> along that same line of thinking, you might think about being a project manager, 
because uh, that is, um, you know, you need less of the, you need less of the, um, the, 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 the exactness, I guess, of, of, uh, you know, all that knowledge. But at the same time, you become the boss man of, of getting the project done. And those jobs are in demand. Uh, I actually look at them all the time and they're, um, they pay really well. So, you know, you might, you might think about that and that would be good in terms of, you may not be the guy that comes up exactly with the, you know, the, 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 the main guy comes up with the, the game, but you're the guy who kind of tweaks it and tunes it and ultimately makes it into what it is, you know, you're cutting Um, out again. Oh, sorry. Okay. I don't know. Does that work better? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, folks. We're just having a, you know, it's one of those things. It's been snowing over there, so there's the snow on the transmission <laughs> wires over to the island. <clears throat> We're uh, having a little bit of off and on, so it's a little bit of pause back and forth. No, but a project manager is a really good job. Uh, you know, you might, you might just, I'm just giving you suggestions, but you might look into that um, <clears throat> because you can, you get to do uh, the same sort of thing, but you, uh, you don't, you don't have to get right down to the nitty gritty. You do have to know like an overall a lot you know of this and that so you know everybody's different jobs and what their responsibilities are and things like that but you're kind of the guy charting the course and Mm -hmm. uh, it's usually a great way to go from there into a position of management as well Um, programmers for instance tend to either remain programmers their whole lives or eventually move into um, like a program management position and uh it's almost like you're leapfrogging them. You start off as a program manager or a project manager, and then you um, you don't have to go through all the uh, the grunt work at the bottom. It's a better. It's a better way to be. Anyway, I don't know. Talking crap. So uh, <laughs> so what's your so what's your end goal? Are you going to um, remain in Sweden? Do you like it there? I I love it here, uh, but I, I'm not actually sure where I'm going to end up eventually. I'm, I guess it will be Sweden. After all, but uh, I, I actually have a thing for Canada. I, I don't know why. I guess it's because I think it's Sweden, uh, you know, politically speaking. Yeah. Uh, and um, you know, it's it's t- to me it seems like a mix between America and Sweden. So I I I think if I would ever you know get the money or get the job or study or whatever, uh, I would do it there actually. Yeah. Uh, or or France, lot lot of lot, lot of France there, you know. Yeah, but, but you know, not not on the French side. Cause yeah, it's just a, <laughs> you go there, and if you take the wrong turn, you're going to be in like France town and stuff, and it's like this is wrong. And now we've offended a lot of people. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. The Canadians are used to it. I got so many Canadian listeners. It's it's all good. Um, so not not the French ones though. Um, no, I don't. I'm sure some of them are. It's fine. Uh, they they're used to it. The um. So that's interesting. Uh, Days went over there uh, to Canada and 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 studied. It, it seems like Canada will take anyone because they have so many resources, and I think they have sort of a population that doesn't really grow that well. Must be all mm-hmm. the freezing cold or something. So it's typically yeah. easier to get over there than it is in the United States, and for the most part, it is a lot like the United States. Um, so that's usually pretty good too, without having all of our political and financial troubles. Can- Canada's doing yeah. pretty good financially right now, and looks like they're going to be doing good well into the future too, because all of their markets are kind of fixed in a way that doesn't allow them to fall into the traps that ours does. Um, but uh, what about um, like marriage, kids, that kind of thing? Uh, you know, I mean, it, it's funny because you know, I heard in in the states, um, you get, you know, I mean, you you get kids at 
age of 16 and then you get married you know you can I mean, sure <laughs> but i mean I'm, I'm i've just heard that you know it happens a lot but i'm not you know you tell me um well for here, the, yeah for the most part i'll just say that it's not normal but it happens okay. uh most i would say it, from from the people i know Okay, in the United States, and I'm in Cleveland. I'm not in a small town USA, so things are a little bit different here, I'm sure. But from the people I know, I would say 90% of the people that I know that had kids the first time was an accident. You know, was like, oops, we better get married. (laughs) We better get married. We're having a kid. Oh, no, we planned this. Yes, it's... I know she's only eight months pregnant or something, and but this was all part of the plan. I mean, it's not because... I'll say the reason why that happens, though, too, is like it's not just because there's so much uh, promiscuity going on, although that's part of it, is that it's very expensive to get married. And so when you get out of high school, you know, here it is. And so when you get out of high school and, and, and everything, um, or, you know, you're thinking about college, et cetera, you, you can't afford to go, you can't afford to get married, you know, because girls have this dream of, like, the big white dress and the cake and the oh, party yeah. and the and all this stuff. And the guy's like, you know, I can't buy you that crap, <laughs> you know. I can't even get you a ring, you know, that you want and stuff. And the girls all have these high expectations. So... You know, the, it it gets put off and put off and put off, and people live together, and then the next thing you know, they're like, "We're we're going to city hall and getting married tomorrow." You know, like what? Uh, because of that. So, but generally, no, sixteen—that's too young. But you do see a lot of it happen in early twenties. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, but um, yeah, over here we're thinking that, you know, e- even before you can even think about marriage or kids, I mean, you you have to study and you have to have a job. And that that's it. You don't you don't get kids and you don't get marriage until you're done. Wow. So and f- f- from my perspective, that's a smart thing to do. Uh, um, it's a smart thing to do, but is, is that really how it works out? I mean, does everybody just kind of you know keep it in their pants until uh, it's time? I mean, because it's kind of you know. I mean, I don't know what your culture is like over there, but I mean, you know, over uh, here it just would never fly. I mean, people like I said, it's mostly by accident. So it's like, um, you know, how do you avoid how do you avoid all the accidents? Is it just the way you all are raised that you're kind of like, you know, you go to the dance and the girls are on one side and the boys are on the other, <laughs> and you know, no. um, actually, we just, you know, I mean, we are we have a fairly good sex education. Right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it's done over there, but you know, I mean, we. It's in the culture too, of course. I mean, we do fuck just as much as you guys do. Right, right. It's just that we're careful about it. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, birth, birth birth control is pretty common. Then is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's kind of a. It, it's too. It's it's very taboo over here. Is part of the problem too. It's um mm-hmm. uh, the the um the the United States is just very divided. You know, and it, it is a divided between. Um, uh, almost fifty-fifty. A lot of our elections that come down for are always very like there. There's people in the middle all the time, but it's always um, you know for a two-party system, which is what we have. You know, yep. um, you would think that eventually one party would just be dominating. You know, because they would be they would have the right ideas. You know, and most of the population would follow them, but. Amazingly, in the United States, everything is just very divided, 50-50. So, you know, you have one side that's very, like, um, I would say religious, religious leaning. So they don't want to have any birth control at all. They don't want to have sex education at all, uh, et cetera. And then you have um, a very liberal um, 
side of the government that that wants all of that. But then, you know, the problem is with both sides is that they take it too far, you know, and you, you try to hope that they find it somewhere in the middle, you know, which which makes sense for most people. But uh, unfortunately, that's usually not the case. And you end up with whoever's in power at the moment um, pushing their agenda really hard to one side um, because they know that when the other party comes into power, they'll push it really hard to their side and we end up with a, a bunch of extremes and that's kind of what we're going through right now you know we had that shooting and everything and um it's just uh uh our country's kind of screwed up right now that's <laughs> 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 what it all comes down with the birth control so that's why people can't you know that but no seriously it is it's like you know um like you know jedi is always on the show i'm sure you've heard jedi Absolutely. And, and you know he's the guy he's he's a perfect example of a you know um a right wing guy that you know well he's he might be even too extreme you know but he's definitely one of those no sex before marriage type of guys um and probably would say that they shouldn't you know have uh condoms and birth control and things like that you know people should abstain etc i mean i don't want to speak for him but you know he's probably along those lines because of what he believes in and you know then the the problem is is that you know uh, it's just not realistic um, it, when you're talking, not everybody gets raised up in, in the way he's been raised up and you have to do something, um, in the meantime, I don't know. I don't know. The United States yeah, has problems. I mean, you, you're actually right. I mean, it, it, what it really comes down to is, 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 is religion. I mean, in, in Sweden, we are either, we are very secular as it is in all of Scandinavia. Right. So all these old values, they're basically gone now right and um i mean the, the the church is basically nothing left of it so um and 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 swedes and sweden don't do extremes of anything really right uh so you know we're 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 pretty good here you know except for the piracy thing on the pirate bay um. yeah the piracy thing but <laughs> You know, I'm all for that, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> do you hear a lot about that over there? I mean, do you do you guys get news? Do you guys talk about it? You know, when that was going on. I mean, is that big talk over there, or is it just something that you hear about it as much as we do, type of thing? Yeah, it's basically like that. I mean, we have a pirate party that actually supports the whole thing. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, we do get the news from time to time, right? But you know, it's. We, no, nobody really cares because everyone, everyone just realizes that there's no way that they're gonna, you know, you know, they're never gonna go to jail. Right. There's, there's, they just can't catch the guys. Right. You know? I, I, but your laws over there in Sweden seem to be fairly liberal in terms of, um, oh yeah, uh, you know, BitTorrent. You know, mm -hmm. get a little bit technical here, but. You know, um, like in the United States, it's been found that if I run a BitTorrent site, even though the files, like the infringing files, are located on other people's m computers, right? If I have the links to those files on my computer, I'm guilty. That's how hmm. it works in the United States. So that's why I can't suddenly run Kevin's wares and video shop online, <laughs> you know, download what you want for free. Um but it seems like in Sweden that law is not the case. Therefore, they can get away with it um, pretty ad nauseum, or or so. Is that true? Well, I mean, it's 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 far more liberal than what you're describing uh, over there. But actually, you 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 can get caught here. Oh, okay. and it and it is a crime. 
However, they they don't go for you know the guy that downloads a movie once a week or two. Right. That's not the guy they're looking for. They're looking for the nerd that's sitting with you know five servers, you know, right, three screens, you know, that kind of guy. Um, so if, if if you just and I mean everyone here does it. Everyone here is a pirate. It just that's just the way it is. So I mean if if they're if they want to, you know, make it illegal to download, they would have to start incarcerating the entire population. That's just not. Yeah, I, I, I used to be involved in, in in the pirate scene back in the day. It used to happen on, and it may still today. I don't know. Probably not. But it, it used to happen on the IRC, um, Internet Relay Chat, and uh, basically groups would have their own chat rooms, and you know, you would. Um, they would all operate large servers out in the, out in the wherever, and <laughs> you would um, you would have to have rep and repu- you know good reputation and all this sort of stuff to be able to access their 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 where sites. And I would mingle with a lot of people um, all the time, you know, because it's a constant. Um, there's a constant one-upsmanship going on in that where you know whoever can get the the wares quick. And then crack them quick, you know, gets a better reputation than the guy who, um, you know, is, uh, I don't know, you know, slower or not doing it, basically. And there's different, there's different assignments, there's different people, there's guys that handle, like, distribution, guys that handle importation, guys that crack, um, guys that provide, like, financial assistance and things like that. And, um, anyway... What I noticed was is that a large percentage of them came from uh, uh, that area of the world, your area of the world. Yep. Um, it just seems like right out of their universities in a lot of cases. Um, a lot of them will be w- just running stuff right out of their dorm. I actually made some good friends over from um, uh, the Netherlands and things like that uh, um, mm-hmm. because they were uh, so heavily involved in, in piracy. And... It, um, I think part of it, is, you know, part of that is a screen, a screening as well. That um, it it takes a a bit of intelligence to figure out how to get involved in that world in the first place. I mean, you either have to have people show you, or you'll never find it because it's so buried under so many levels of of um, you know, of of uh, sophistication. And these days, oh, yeah. uh, these days, I'm sure it's even crazier. It probably involves like all sorts of you got to connect to this server to go to this server and put in this password, and then there's a retinal scan, and then we'll let you in and stuff, you know, and I don't know. But, um, yeah, you're right, though. Piracy over there is pretty pretty rampant. But um, uh, how is it, like, in stores and things? Do you find that, you know, there's no – it's not like Hong Kong or something where you go outside and there's a cart full of dollar DVD movies, is it? Oh, no. No, no, no. Okay. We, I mean, we, 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 get, we get everything you guys get. Right. I mean, you know. Right, but I mean, like, like uh, there's no, um, there's no blatant theft going on. Is what I'm oh saying. no, 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 absolutely not. No. Okay. No. All right. So um, let's see. I don't know too much else to uh, to touch on about it. Did you have anything else you wanted to go over? Otherwise, we could talk a little bit about gaming. No, uh, we can we can go straight to gaming okay. if you like. Cool. All right. So, All um, right. what are you playing? Uh, I'm a PC gamer. Okay. Uh, been since I came to Sweden. Um, the first game I ever played was Diablo, <laughs> if you remember the first one. Sure, absolutely. Um, and uh, I guess I was, what, 
eight or something like that. Wow. And you know, you know that first monster, that little skittish demon that comes at you. No, but okay. No, okay. I mean, you know. okay, you don't remember, it, but it's it's. I mean, it's it's a very atmospheric game. Right. And you know, when you're eight or nine and you're playing that shit for the first time, that freaks you the fuck out. <laughs> and uh, I, I I I remember that so distinctively, you know. And I was hooked. And yeah. I mean, I've, I've I've played basically everything from that point on. Um, so yeah, but I've always been a PC gamer. Right. Okay. I, I can't yeah. do the controls. So you're not still playing Diablo. So what are you playing today? Uh, today I'm into the Dragon Age. Okay. You know, um, uh, I play different things. You know, whatever I can get. I play... used to play Warhammer Online. Yeah. Okay. Uh, played a hell of a lot of World of Warcraft, and you know, got off the drug. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, what made you what what, what what made you stop playing it? Uh, Warhammer Online. Oh, okay. He's like my brother. My brother's the same <laughs> way. He he played World of Warcraft, and now he's basically Warhammer Online all the time. Uh, yeah, it, you know, it's like you know, changing alcohol for crack. <laughs> you know, there's really no difference. But um, uh, yeah. So, do you still play Warhammer on there? I don't, know. Okay, so what made you stop? Actually, the amount of bugs in the game, it's, it's basically unplayable. Okay. It, it's just, they don't listen <laughs> at all. It takes forever to, for them, you know, to patch up problems. Right. I mean, you know, in World of Warcraft, it went like this, you know, it went really, really fast. They listen right. all the time, but right. Mythic is just... Just sad, yeah. But you know, it's it's their loss. So, so no, um, so no game consoles. Oh uh, no, 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 no. Not even handhelds. Uh well, I do play on my iPod Touch. Okay, but uh, that's about it. Yeah. So, um, cell phone. No. Really? Okay. Yeah. Not a big cell phone market over there. Not a big uh, sophisticated. Um, I always hear about how Europe has all these crazy phones that we don't have over here and things like that. But um, not not the case where you're at, or. No, I mean I I don't know what phones you guys have that we don't. But you know we have we have our Ericsons, and uh, you know I mean we have all the iPhones and we have. No, no, I mean you guys have more than us. Is what I've heard. Oh, about. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Either. Did we? <laughs> I, I don't, I, I hear about it. Now, I mean, sometimes I think Nokia, uh, Nokia releases phones over there much sooner, and sometimes doesn't release them over here at all. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, no, but that's that's a Finnish company, so that might be. Yeah, why. I don't know. I mean, you know, the N gauge. I had one of those, and you know, that was mm-hmm. a game <laughs> system. That was my Nokia. That's uh, that still that still works to this day. It's actually a. It's actually getting pretty long in the tooth, though. It doesn't have a camera on it or anything, but uh, I still have it. Now I'm running with the Windows Mobile phone, which... Um, oh, I, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I have a, I have an iPhone 3GS, but the battery lasts about three hours. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I mean, I, I don't think it's because the battery sucks. I just think, well, that might be part of it, but I think, like... You know how every everything on it like wants to send me a push notification. It's like you want a push notification with this, and you know I think that that has something to do with it. And I, I, that's what I read. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, but the, we're the, cutting out again. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna pause it. All right. <laughs> it's um, it's it just breaks up. Yeah, but um, but the, the problem is is just it goes dead, and then like I, this is like my third one. My my first two. Um, 
ha had bad screen damage after a while, and now my third i my third iPod um, iPhone, excuse me, has a bad button. So okay. I just got to the point where I was like, I gotta try something else. And I liked Android. You know, people always talk really highly about Android, but I ended up getting the Windows Phone Seven because uh, um, I can develop on it. It you know it just runs. XNA and Silverlight Microsoft technologies that I do for a living, so it made sense for me to pick one up. I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't recommend other people go out and buy one yet. They're supposed to release some patches that makes it better, but it's not there yet. You know what I mean? Getting like, out again. <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> okay. I mean, you sound fine, so you could just okay. you could just play it off because okay. okay, I don't, I don't break up on the recording, so you know. Ah, so all right, if all you, right. if you get the gist of what I'm saying, then you can just pretend. You can be like, okay, Kevin, sure, crazy man. I don't know what you <laughs> okay. say. And okay. uh, if you break up, it's a problem. But since it records my audio directly, uh, it won't lose my conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I, 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 I got to ask you something. Can I, can I give a shout-out to uh, the producers of the uh, sports games at EA? Sure. If that's right with you. I mean, I don't know if you know people there. They I, might, you know. I know, I know but. one guy there. I think, yeah, but he's like a game tester. But yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay, well, <clears throat> here goes. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, thank you. That was what, what, that was, what was that for? Yeah, I just fucking hate the games. Oh wow. I, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. You know, you don't like FIFA? No, I mean, I'm not a sports guy. First of all, oh, I, it, wow. I mean. But, you know, how is it that they can just pump out these shitty fucking games year after year when it takes, what, three to five years to produce a good game? Here, here's, yet, here's what happened. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Here's what happened. And, and this, is, this, is, this is Kevin Baird's theory on it. And if I cut out on you, I'm sorry. But um, what, what's happened is, is that Electronic Arts bought, you know, a, as everybody knows, they bought all the licenses, the exclusive licenses. They have the exclusive yeah. to the NFL, they have FIFA, they have Tiger Woods, um, I, they had NASCAR for a while. I think they lost NASCAR, though, because uh, that's now in Grand Theft, or Gran Turismo. Um, but they, they buy these exclusive licenses. And I think that as a management decision, what they were thinking was, great, now we'll have the only game that works with, you know, like, let's say FIFA, you know, we have the only FIFA game. And the problem is, isn't just that they, you know, get lazy and sit back on, on their on their ass and, and produce a, a substandard game, which is what they do, um, but also they've eliminated their, their ability to um, have a, another company they can buy that can give them a better game. You know what I mean? Like, because Electronic Arts has always been the company that goes out and absorbs other companies. So yeah. if there was another company out there making a great FIFA soccer game that was beating Electronic Arts FIFA soccer game, then Electronic Arts could have just went, okay, we're going to buy them. And then they would have the best FIFA soccer game. You know, but now they've made it so like nobody else can make a good one, you know, because they don't they don't have the ability to compete at that level. So now they, they basically own the top and they make uh games that aren't as competitive. I mean, football, I mean, I'm sure you don't care too much about American football, but the football games in, in the, uh, at the time when 2K was making NFL 2K, uh, they, they had done two things with their sports games. They had made them uh, competitive games. You know, maybe one year Madden was better, maybe one year NFL 2K was better. But the other thing they did was 2K dropped their price down to 30 bucks a game. 
which mm. Electronic Arts had to like compete, so they ended up dropping Madden down to thirty dollars a game. And uh, then once they bought the license, they ended up having to raise their prices again. But that competition has been sort of dissolved when they went and bought these licenses. So I I totally agree with you. I think that they've they've shot themselves in the foot in a lot of ways, and it, we as gamers pay for it. Yeah, but I mean, don't don't get me wrong because I I have friends that actually like these games. But I'm 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 thinking from the perspective like where's the innovation? What happens from FIFA '09 and FIFA 2000? Right. I don't you know. They're right. just slapping on a new title. That's it, you know. And that—that's—that's that's actually my problem with it, because I don't—I don't see h- how can you innovate a football game. I mean, I'm not—I don't know how 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 they do it. So that—that's my gripe with it. I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong here. No, uh, I mean, I—I I think that um, I, I think that they. Uh, 2K would release a game every year, and it wouldn't be too much different in their football, but what they would work on is the style of play in the game. They would add more um, realism in terms of play. And I think Electronic Arts does some of that with their games, but then they also have things in the past where, you know, you could play inside a big bowl of cereal, you know, and things like that. And, and those are the kind of things where you sit back and go, I don't know why this is here. I mean, I don't don't know what I paid for this for. It's funny and everything, you know, I can play big head mode where everybody's got a big head and run around the field, but that's not really making it a better game overall, and I I think that is a struggle, but I think competition is what really drives it forward. You have to have competition. If you don't have competition, then you you won't really innovate, or or you won't know if your innovations matter, you know, because you're the only guy doing it. You might be thinking big head mode is the best mode, you know, everybody likes big head mode, and then the other guy, if he was around, he might come up with, you know, be like, well, small head mode is more popular. And be like, oh, we should have thought of small head <laughs> mode, you know. I, I don't know. But, yeah, you're right. It, it, the, the year to year, like, I think on average a video game takes about two years to develop now. Oh, okay. And um, I think in a lot of cases it takes longer than that, especially if it's a big game. I, I remember, like, when Square uh, was talking about Final Fantasy, and they had announced um, three games at the same time, you know, which was uh, um, 10, 11, and 12. And they had said that they were going to, I think it was what it was, and they were working on all three of them simultaneously. And at the time, we didn't know that 11 was an online game, you know, and uh, nobody knew anything about 12. But they actually had shown that they had three different development teams working on all three games at the same time. So Mm -hmm. 12 was you know, being developed um, three or four years before it was was released, you know, to market. So you're totally right. Uh, you can't really create a game from the, grounds up, from the ground up uh, in a year and, um, and, and really, you know, do much with it, especially charge full price for it, which seems like a big ripoff, you know. But same time, man, they got to pay for those player licenses. Those can't be cheap, you know. I mean, if you come out with... Um, yeah. uh, Larry's soccer game, you know, then nobody's going to buy it. You know, the Larry back sandwich soccer game that might sell. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, uh, no, you're right. Uh, I don't know. But, um, okay, so you don't like Electronic Arts. What else don't you like? What else? I mean, I, I'm thinking just that, you know, the, the whole point of gaming is you know that you you can you can be you know a space hero or you can be some some elite soldier in 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 some war zone, but you you can always, I mean a monkey can kick a ball around, right? You know I mean, 
So, so, so what, what? I mean, people buy these games; they're popular. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't do them, right? So, there, I mean, the, I there, I, and, and there is a market, uh, which I understand what you're what you're talking about. There, there is a, there is a market for a Nintendo knows this, and a lot of other game companies don't get it or don't bother with it. But there is a there is a big market for. Um, multiplayer games on the same television or the same screen, right? Mm. So you go over to your friend's house and, you know, a couple of your friends are over there and they're playing. What are they playing? Well, they can't play, like, uh, now I don't know this off the top of my head, right? But I, I don't think they can play Halo four-player, right, on the uh, same TV. No. You can't play, you know, the only things you can play in general are Mario Party, which, you know, freaking, most people aren't going to, you know, most most men aren't going to be like, let's play Mario Party, we'll do, <laughs> we'll do tubing or something. They're going to be like, no, you know, we're leaving, <laughs> we're going to the bar. You know, or you play a sports game. You play Madden or you play NBA. And, I, and I, I'm not one of those guys, like, I don't, I don't sit at my house and, like, Larry comes over or something and I'm like, hey, man, you want me to throw in Madden? He'd be like, yeah, let's play Madden, although we have done that. But when I lived with um, this dude, Dan, uh... Don Anderson would come over, and I would come downstairs, uh, you know, and they would be sitting on uh, in the living room, and they would be playing um, football on the Sega Genesis. This goes way back, and, and they would all be playing football together on the screen. And if you think about it, though, that that is a that is a a market. And what would happen is like if Don Anderson would go away, like you know, go home or whatever. Dan, the guy that I live with, he would sit there and he would customize his team and he would make, create his own players and give them names and all this sort of stuff. Be- not because like he's he thinks that's fun or something, you know, because that sucks. I mean, everybody will tell you that that's bullshit making players. But because he knows that that like Don Anderson or somebody else is going to come over, you know, and going to and then he can play him. So there's this there's like this weird subset of gamer that wants to play games um, socially, but in like a in a close knit social, you know, in a, in a room, not mm. out on the internet. You know, not that that doesn't exist, but you know, playing people out on the internet is total bullshit most of the time, anyway. Especially with sports games because they quit. You know, in the middle of the game, you start winning by like seven points or something, and then they're like, "I'm done." You know, they just <laughs> hate. Quit. Yeah, they just quit the game, and you're like, "What the fuck?" You know, like, <laughs> my score's gone. You fucking asshole. You know, and then you got to get. You know, or you're like, it's just, it's an uncomfortable situation. I mean, I'm 38. You know, so I'm getting kind of old. And I, if I get on the microphone and the headset, and I'm like playing a game of football or something, and then I, you know, I'm like, "All right, are you ready to go?" And the other guy's like, "Yeah, I'm all set. Let's go, man. Let's do it." <laughs> you know, I'm just like, this is not right. I feel. Dirty. I gotta take the headset off, go outside, reevaluate my life. You know, it's, it's just not. I shouldn't be playing with children. You know, so I mean, yeah. there, so there's a yeah. feeling that if you can play with um, people you know, then, then it has some appeal. But I, I totally hear what you're saying. Um, yeah, no, that actually that actually makes sense. I, I I didn't think about it the way you said it, but uh, that that's exactly the way my friends play it. So you know. You're yeah. totally right. Yeah, it's it's a it's a different it's just a different subset. And and the thing is if gamers could figure out a way I mean Goldeneye on the Nintendo uh sixty four and you know now on the Wii, but you know, the Wii's kinda gay. Brilliant game. Yeah, yeah right. But uh, the 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 multiplayer um 
group, you know, sit down four players in front of the same screen was huge. That's what really made that game huge. And uh, no, I mean, there's just not much of a follow up. I think time splitters did it, but I mean, for the most part, most people are like, eh, I don't want to, you know, I don't really care about that. But with the sports franchises, it just is something that kind of persists. You know, it's it's what it's a different community of players playing those games. And I mean, I can't play basketball to save my life on a video game. <laughs> I mean, if you handed me the controller and were like, "Come on, we're gonna do, we're gonna play this and stuff," I'm, you know, I'm gonna be horrible at it. I, I've, you, you know, I don't know half the rules. So yeah, it's total crap. So, you, do you want a game console? You just can't afford one, or you just don't like game consoles? I, I, I just, I, um, actually, I don't like the control. You know, I okay. mean, I'm I, I'm I'm more into the mouse and the keyboard, and then it's it's I mean the PC is 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 just an entire system. I can do anything on it. Right. You know, the things that I cannot do on on current consoles. But I'm thinking that you know, as time goes by, they're gonna get more advanced, and you're you're gonna be able to surf and you know do do all the things that I can do now on my PC, which I cannot do. Right. But uh. And and of course, yeah, they're expensive. But um, then again, so are modern PCs. Right. But uh, I mean, I understand the the guys that you know don't like the PC because of all the hassle it is. You know, with the drivers and the and uh, everything like that. Right. But, yeah. I mean, no. I, if you, if you have a computer that's since, if you have a computer that sucks, it sucks. I mean, there's not, <laughs> not much you can do yeah, I mean, about no, it. No, yeah, it it does. But I mean, I've been playing since I was eight. You know, right? You learn. So, what about the uh, Nintendo 3DS? Does that show any interest in, to you at all? The fact that it's 3D and on a handheld and all that. <laughs> the funny thing is that uh, when I was born, my right eye was actually damaged. Oh. Uh, and I'm not actually sure how 3D works, but I but I watched the uh, uh, Resident Evil movie in 3D. Okay. And I couldn't actually see the three D. So so, uh, and I guess it's because I only use one eye or something. Right. But I, yeah. It's it's wasted on me. So. Well, that sucks. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't. No, I, it's not. You're not really. I mean, a lot of times you'll hear about how things are whizzing past your head, and you're imagining all this great stuff, and it's more or less um, depth. Uh, movies. Okay. The three D provides a lot of depth. So like if you're looking at it, you can see way out into the distance. Almost like if it was a box and you were looking into a box, right? Okay. So okay. so you know, occasionally something will will come out and it'll usually be like a blurry mess because um it's kind of dark and muddy and faded and you know, I don't it doesn't really do very much for me. I mean, you'll see some titles hanging over like in front of you and stuff, but um, really good 3D, which I've seen at like amusement parks and stuff, will will have um, things like come out towards you, and you a lot of times you'll be like, whoa, like that's kind of weird. But this movie theater stuff that's going on right now, um, and the stuff that's on TVs, it's it's more or less just depth. It's um, okay. in so you're not don't feel like you're missing something huge, dude, because you're not. <laughs> I mean, it's totally not like some amusement park ride for you or anything. It's it's pretty minor. But um, okay, yeah, no, yeah. It's, I'm just thinking that everything you know is going to move towards 3D, right? Because it's such a big thing right now. You know, television sets and everything is going to be not, 3D. That's not going to happen. And uh, you won't, you, know, I, I, you won't be left behind, dude. Okay, it ain't. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's just not. Everybody I talk to about it is like, nah, not really interested. 
the movie industry wants to go there because it's more money for them, right? Yeah. So they want to do it, but I think that a lot of times people are looking at the price. I mean, I went and saw Tron, and it was thirty bucks to go see it, which is really expensive um, for two people. And and I was like, um, I was like, I I don't know why I'm paying this, you know. But I I didn't. It wasn't that great. Most of the movie wasn't even in three D. Uh, and so, you know, I, I'm going to be more skeptical about future movies that I'm going to bother even to go see in 3D. And then the other thing, though, too, is that the television manufacturers and and, um, and things like that have vested interest in it because they want to sell more televisions. So, yeah. yeah, they sold high-definition TVs last year. Now, this year we have 3D. So every, so they have this idea in their head that everybody's going to throw their HD TV out and buy a 3D TV. And that's not going to happen. People are like, no. And then you have to get those glasses you know, you have to yeah. buy, and, and for TV, they, they have to be special ones, so they're, like, super expensive and everything. And, like, you know, if you've got a family of four, what are you going to buy, like, four sets of those things? I mean, it's just not going to happen. Americans are, like, not that crazy about it. I mean, everybody I talk to, every single person I go, did you see it in, like, 3D? And I'm like, eh, I don't really <laughs> care about it, you know. So it's just not, it's going to fail. And I, I think that it'll, like, Nintendo's approach, though, that will be pretty good because you don't have to wear glasses and you you know you have the option of just shutting it off so that's pretty cool the only problem is i guess the price is like 300 bucks for the thing so mm. a lot of people are probably going to do like wait and see you know because yeah. it's pretty expensive for a handheld but nintendo's smart i mean they know that like there's going to be at least a million or 2 million or whatever people that are going to pay for it no matter how much it costs so they'll get that money first, and then they'll be like, "Oh, price drop, hundred and fifty bucks." <laughs> you know, get it now, and yeah. and then it'll be all okay. So I don't know. All right, so we've we've done about an hour and a half. Um, did you have anything yes. else you want to touch on, or anything? Anything? Uh... Um, no, I'm good actually. All right, it's uh, it's been fun. Yeah, it's uh, it was interesting. I've learned a little bit about Sweden. I guess I don't know. I I know <laughs> that they have an island that you live on. So if I ever go up that far north, I can stop by and sit on that wall and um <laughs> yeah that's actually illegal you can oh really <laughs> yeah. I, I guess i can't even do that damn nope. what the what is an american supposed to do in uh in sweden <laughs> you can't punch it you can't piss on it you can't write what's on it the, and you can't sit down what's the wall from is it from a war or something uh no it's from medieval times so it's just a really ancient wall and you can't do anything to it nobody sp- runs up and spray paints it Crips rule or anything no, on it? Nothing absolutely like that. not. No, everybody's very respectful over there. Actually, yeah, unless you get drunk and then you know you might piss on it or some shit. But if anyone <laughs> finds out, you're gonna get a fine for that. You'd so. be like, fuck this wall, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I've, actually, I've, I've actually punched it when I was <laughs> drunk once. You know, I figured it, it wasn't that hard. What's gonna but, happen? Uh, you know, there's like a <laughs> cop standing right behind you. All right, let's go. Like what? Uh, you know, they got like <laughs> yeah, no, but cameras. It, it, usually that doesn't happen, but it is illegal. Yeah, you see yourself on the in the paper in the morning. Man punches wall. You know, <laughs> like, oh my god, they've got me. Well, that's that's kind of crazy. Here's um, that's the weakness. Uh, another thing is, you know, looking at the pictures um, of the town, I noticed that you know, and and this is the same of like Bavaria and Austria and all these places. And of um, can you still hear me? Everything cool? Yeah, oh, okay. I, it was cutting out, so I was trying to. Yeah, I, I got a little warning on the screen that the call quality kind of went down, but um, yeah, I don't know it's why. It's it's good it's all right because look, man, you're on an island. What are we gonna do? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but 
but the um, uh, I, I always notice that you know everybody has these um, these buildings in their towns where it looks like a ski resort. You know, I don't know how else to describe it. You all have these like tall peaked buildings with the wide roofs and everything, and it looks like a little Swiss chalet type of thing going on. Um, is that like building code? Do you know? Do do they like demand that you build the building a certain way? Like you can't come in there and build like a glass skyscraper, right? Oh, are you are you referring to uh, the buildings inside the wall? Or yeah, outside? well, that's what I was looking at. I guess was the buildings inside the wall. Is okay, it? yeah, those are original buildings. Oh, okay. From are also protected. Oh, they're protected. So you can't punch or pee on them either. Otherwise, jail. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. So that's interesting. Uh, you, yeah, you you cannot build there. Absolutely not. No, you can't. No, okay. But the rest of, I mean, are there mo- are there modern parts of um, where you're at where there are like, I, 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 and I know that you have movie theaters and things like that, but I mean, the building code allows people to build like a like a like an all glass building or something. I mean, does that happen? Not inside the walls, but outside, of course, yes. Okay, all right. Mm. I was just always curious. I mean, I I real you know I know that some places might just be poor. Not and I know Sweden's not one of those places, but you know maybe out in like um, say Hungary or something like that. You know, I look at some of the architecture that they have, and I think you know, <laughs> you know, is it is that built like that on purpose? You know, I don't, I don't know. It's like, does everybody just kind of grow up and they're like, well, those, those curved roofs, those are, <laughs> you know, that's great. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, that it's, it's just that, that town. Yeah, okay. Uh, b- because it is so old. Um, and, and, and the funny thing is now that you're talking about, you know, who's rich and who's not. Uh, in medieval times, the rich people actually lived inside the walls. Okay. And all the farmers were living outside the walls. Sure. And it's... And it's basically the same nowadays. It's, um, you know, those with a higher income live inside the walls. Oh, okay. And uh, the rest live outside the walls. What what do your parents do? Um, My father uh, was a teacher. Okay. Um, Did you you have uh, him? Did you have him as as a teacher when you were growing up? Uh, No, no, no. Uh, uh, he's uh, he's a scientist, uh, or he had a scientific background okay. in uh, biology, chemistry, and uh, genetics. So I guess he's the higher educated one. Okay. Um, is he deceased? Again? S- is he deceased? Is oh no, God! Oh, oh you <laughs> no. saying he had? Uh, I wasn't sure if we were talking about past tense. Oh but. yeah. Oh no, he he gave it up, so to speak. He liked teaching more, uh, so okay. He's been uh, a teacher all his life. I see. Yeah, and uh, the mother works in. Um, she's what's the word for it? I don't. I don't actually know the word for it. But she she helps old people, you know, with with uh, with uh, their eyesight and stuff like that. Works with blind people and things oh, like that. I don't know okay. the exact word for it. But um, so that helps that, you. That helps you with your bad eye. Your mom's yeah, like, no, you know, my my bad eye is, is dead. So your mom's like I'm, that needs a swabbing or something. <laughs> she swabs your eye every so often. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it, it's it's not a glass eye or anything. Yeah, no. I know. It's, it's, it's just that it doesn't work. Doesn't work right or something. Or does it work at all? Or you can't see out of it at all? I can't see out of it at all. Oh, so really? I, okay. Uh, I've been trained, you know, from birth to just use my left eye. Does it look normal? 
I mean, oh, would, yeah. would somebody yeah. know? Like, they're talking to you, and they're like, what's wrong with that eye or something? Or, yeah, no, or, I'm not a pirate or anything. No, I don't know. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, no, it did. It, it. I had a friend, um, I had a friend, a best friend in uh, school who um, had a had a BB gun. You know what that is? A pellet yeah, gun? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean to airsoft, so I know. Okay, and, uh, yeah, and people, would, you know, were always like, you'll shoot your eye out and stuff like that. He totally shot his eye out. He, uh, oh, he, he he shot a shot. He he always wanted to join the Marines, and uh, he was really a big military kid. And um, he shot a trash can, and the BB um, went in behind his his left eye, and oh. uh, they ended up having to take his eye out a glass eye. Sometimes he would take it out and set it down on the table and stuff like that. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, and uh, he um, he you know he couldn't get into the Marines and kind of blew his whole plan on uh, getting in, but. Uh, um, yeah, he made the, he made the best of it. It was pretty funny because he dated a girl who was completely blind, and uh, he he would he would tell stories about how he would like trip her with the phone cord and things like that <laughs> when she's walking around. I don't know, it's just funny. But the funny thing is, I actually had the same plan. <laughs> I was I was going to join the military. Oh, okay. Uh, but you know, eyesight right. and uh, uh, my my sort of Russian upbringing, you know. They, they, I, I, you know, you have to tell, you go to a psychiatrist oh. and, you know, you have to tell them how you feel and how you are and how you've been, you know, oh, uh, so that they can determine if you're a mass murderer or not. Yeah, right. Um, well, the so, eye might you know, be... I, I didn't want to lie to them or anything, you know, so I told what happened back then and she was like, hmm, yeah, no. <laughs> no. So... You know, there's not too much of that going on here. I mean, pretty much if you're healthy, they'll let you in. Um, you know, okay. into something. Uh, they don't. They don't really psych a lot. You know, if you have a police record, uh, that can be a problem. Um, mm-hmm. But even then, you can. Or use, if you're gay, you can get into the army or something. Uh, yeah, if you're, you can get in if you're gay. The, you can just not. I mean, now they're changing it or whatever. But that don't ask, don't tell. See, that's yeah. a, that's a really weird thing because if you're gay, <laughs> you can still join. You just can't tell someone officially that you're gay which i don't know why you would like it's like you know if if i tell the other guy in the bunk next to me hey man i'm gay right <laughs> then then that guy would be like uh what do you want me to do about it you know and you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't get kicked out for that i mean basically what you have to do is you have to go into like the command center or something and be like sir i want to report that i'm gay on the record <laughs> And then they're like, well, if you put it on the record, I got to kick you out. You know, and it's like, well, that's that's what I want to do. You know, and it's kind of like, eh, it's a little weird. Now, I did see like this female colonel or something came out and said she was gay. And she had a lifelong friend or something who was, you know, whatever, partner, whatever you want to call it. And um, she uh, she couldn't go to like functions and things with her as her date. You know, because that wasn't allowed. So I could kind of see where that's the problem. Okay, you can't show up with a female date. People will know. But for the most part, I think if you just wanted to be an enlisted man and be gay, like, you know, I don't think it's a big deal. But I can understand that they want to, you know, now they're fixing it or whatever. And that's fine. I mean, if people want to fight, they want to fight. Though, I think a lot of guys may have not wanted to go over to Afghanistan and Iraq and probably just went into the sergeant's desk and was like, I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry, you know. And then the sergeant was like, "You're out," and you're like, "Okay." And now that they changed it, they're probably shitting themselves. You're like, "Oh fuck!" Now I got to yeah. go to Iraq, you know, or Afghanistan. But, but I mean, the funny thing is, wouldn't you notice? I mean, if you were gay, wouldn't other guys notice that you were gay? Why Why do you have to ask or even tell or not tell? 
you would, I mean, you, you know if someone's gay. Yeah, you would think so. But, I mean, you know, though I worked with um, a lot of gay guys when I worked downtown at um, the, uh, a hotel. And uh, it's just, there's a lot of restaurants, so there's a lot of, there's room service and there's waiters and there's, you know, maitre d's. And, I mean, you know, there's everything. And, and it's a big population of people. And because I was a cook, I worked with a lot of gay waiters. And... Um, <laughs> and it, it's just how it is. I mean, you know, there was, I mean, one guy would have eyeliner on and stuff and I'd be like, what the fuck is with that? You know? <laughs> and the woman that I'd be working with, she'd be like, he, he's gay and likes to dress up at night and stuff. And I'd be like, oh, cause I was only like 20 years old. And I was like, oh, all right. You know, whatever, dude, you know? But then there was like some guys that like, they, they were kind of quiet, you know? And you just, you don't know, you know? And then somebody just kind of tells you, oh, yeah, he's gay and stuff. And you're just like, really? I mean, because it's not like, I mean, maybe, I've heard that if you're gay, you just know. You can look at another gay guy and stuff and you'd be like, oh, yeah, hey, you know, we're gay. Woo, you know? But uh, <laughs> being straight, you know, you just, I don't know. I think it's also because, like, straight guys don't really check out other straight guys. You know what I mean? We're not, like, looking at him going... I wonder if he's gay. You know, I mean, we're not, we're not. We're looking at girls and stuff. You know, it's like there's another dude there. It's more like competition for food. It's like some oh, more, yeah. more kind of uh, um, caveman esque type of thing where you're just kind of like, do I have to shove a spear through that guy? Because if he goes for what I'm going for, you know, that's all it is. I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking shit, but it's. Uh, I, I did. I worked with a, whole, a bunch of them. It, it could be a little bit different. And I think definitely in the military. I think that. Um, it's very macho, you know, because it's yeah, an all, yeah, yeah. it's an all volunteer force. You know, you you volunteer to go in, and a lot of the guys that, you know, I think a lot of people that are kind of wishy washy about it in the United States join the National Guard, right? They're so only supposed yeah. to go for like one weekend a month and one week a year. Now that's been blown wide open because of the war. Now they go full time, but for the most part, they were only supposed to do it part time. So a lot of people that are kind of like not so into it, into the military life, join the guard. So the people that would join full-time would be the guys that are like, you know, you know, they're all crazy and stuff, and I'm going to work out, and I'm going to run five miles, and I want to play with a gun and stuff. And so it would be really hard to tell that somebody's gay in that environment, I think, because there's not going to yeah, be too many guys yeah. that are going to be like, you know, I don't want to do this. It's hard, you know. My leg hurts. I'm, can I wear this pink bandana? You know, people are like, what? You're fucking be crazy, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm totally wrong. I don't know. I, I've never I, been, so I don't I don't know. I did do a military show on Midwest Wasteland, though, where yeah, we, we interviewed yeah. a bunch of people, and I don't think anybody came out of the closet during that show. I think they would have got you know, kicked out of the military or something. So Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Oh, what was that? Go ahead. No, I was, I was just going to say that, you know, we have you, – you have your National Guard and we have the Home Guard – Oh, okay. it's, it's it's basically the same thing, and I was I was there uh, when I was young, so you know I, I've I've been around in that, and I've always been interested in the military, yeah, uh, and the war and everything. So you know, if there's ever maybe when I went to Russia or anything, we could you know discuss everything like that, World War Two for instance, and you know everything we missed discussing here. Oh sure, absolutely, yeah. Well, if after you come back, we'll do that. Yeah, it's um, uh, you know. It, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't join the military uh, for a lot of reasons, but um, the, the main one was the fact that uh, um, during the time when I actually got out of um, high school, which was 1991, um, you know, the wall had fallen, 
and yep. uh, the Soviet Union had collapsed, and the, um, the United States had a large military up until that point. And um, I think Clinton uh, was just coming into office or something like that, and at that point they had begun to... Um, it was the only time, really, in the United States where they had begun to ask people to leave the military. And you, and you couldn't really join unless you um, had a really you know, good reason, because they were just trying to thin the herd, because they had okay. too many people. They were closing bases and things, and there were people that were in the military that didn't want to get out. You know, and they were they had to actually leave for a while or or whatever because I don't remember what we had as a standing army at the time during the Cold War, but it was significant. You know, and yeah. um, they, they ended up cutting it by half or something. So even if I wanted to come out it, at the time, it wasn't easy, and I had very few friends who actually were able to to go in. Um, I had some though that did, uh, and they went over to the Gulf War and everything that was going on at the time. But um, yeah, for me, it would have been impossible. I think. I mean, I could have maybe gotten in somehow. You know, if I really wanted to go in and stuff and be like, I'm going to do 100 push-ups right now. One, <laughs> two, three. All right, you can come in. You know, stuff like that. But I don't think like with my high school um, uh, degree and everything that if I would have went in there and stuff and been like, can I join the army and stuff, they would have been like. Uh, you know, they would have been no, or or I wouldn't have gotten all like the GI Bill and all that stuff. They might have been like, "Well, you can come in, but you're not getting any of the free shit." You know, and be like, "Okay." You know, I don't know, I don't know, but yeah, yeah no. never, never. Can, really. I, can I just ask one one last question? Sure, absolutely. If, if it's okay with you, yep. um, as Americans, do do how how do Americans view Swedes or Sweden? Are there any, you know, prejudice? Oh, shit, I can't pronounce it, but um. Do you have any thoughts on how Swedes are? Well, unfortunately, you have that fucking Swedish chef from The Muppet Show. It, it, thank uh, you. Uh, I was going to ask about okay, that. Okay, and that, and anybody hears about Sweden, they're going to they're gonna talk about the Swedish chef. Um, what the fuck is that? I, I don't, you've never, I've well, there's, YouTube is your friend. So just look up Swedish chef sometime. It, it's just, um, it's funny and stuff, you know. It's, it's not like making fun of Sweden in general. It just has a really thick accent. You know, and so it's just oh, kind of a okay. it's just kind of a funny thing, um, but for the most part, uh, I would say you're just off the radar. We don't okay. we don't care. Pirate Bay, we know that your your laws are liberal. Um, like I said, that movie came out of Sweden. We know you have some movies coming out of there, um, but for the most part, it's um, yeah. I don't. It's not negative. I mean, I okay. guess the, overall. Um, as far as Europe is concerned, in general, um, yeah, Western Europe, not uh, outside of France, I would say we're not very um, we're not very prejudiced about about anyone. Um, okay. There are some older people that are prejudiced against Germans because of obvious reasons. They lived through yeah. some shit, you know, that the Germans <laughs> caused. Um, yeah. We have problems with the French because the French have problems with us. You know, they don't like us too much, and you know, so we think, you know, poorly of them. But I think on the whole, you know, I worked with a French chef, and we all get along. And you know, in real life, you know, it's just one of those things where they're French and fucking snobby and shit. And we're all <laughs> just, you know, you're you're not alone. Yeah, I would just, just say that. <laughs> you know, fuck that. Nobody likes the French, right? But it, in terms of like Scandinavian things like that, I mean, totally not. We have, you know, it doesn't matter where you come. I mean, it you could come over here and nobody has a problem with you. I mean, there's not anybody. Oh, you're from fucking Sweden. Oh, we're fighting. 
we're fighting right now. You know, I mean, that's just totally, people would be like impressed and want to talk to you about it and talk about how great it is. And that's pretty much anywhere, you know, over there. And for the most part, Eastern Bloc countries too, uh, you know, you can come over here and nobody's going to, no one's going to give a rat's ass about you. I mean, obviously if you're from Poland or something, people are going to crack those Polish jokes oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and stuff. And you might get a little bit annoyed by that, but uh, a lot of times, people might just ask you, like, to be like, where exactly is Macedonia? I don't know what you're talking about. Because, um, you know, the geography over there, when we were growing up as kids, um, the Soviet Union was the Soviet Union. It was just a big red um, map on our thing. It was like you, you didn't break it up into states or anything. Um, and we didn't spend any time in school learning about any of it. So, you know, we would talk about... Germany or Italy or France and things like that. But when it came to the Soviet Union, the Soviet Union was the Soviet Union. And so, um, you know, the only reason anybody knew that Romania was a country was because of Transylvania and Dracula, you know. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it's just none of that, um, you know, Yugoslavia, you know, came out with the Yugo car and that we had over here for a couple of years. So some people kind of knew about that. But if you ask people today, you'd be like, well, whatever happened to Yugoslavia? They'd be like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I have no idea what that is. Um, you know, have you heard of Serbia and the, you know the Balkans and stuff? Be like, no, I I don't know. And that, not that geography's anyone's strong suit over here anyway. But um, for the most oh, part, okay. <laughs> yeah, for the most part though, if you ever come here to visit or whatever, you'd have no problems whatsoever. Plus, your accent's not even that bad. I mean, you sound pretty good. I mean, you know, yeah, I because I've I've talked to Americans before. Uh, I, I'm 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 really sorry if some of my English has been bad or anything, but. Um, no, it's been great. And uh, they they say I have a German accent. I don't know, but um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that. I mean, but only because I my mom's German, so mm -hmm. I I have exactly. tons of German you know people. I I would say that you sound you do sound a little bit uh, Swedish, but it's not bad. I mean, it's not <laughs> thick at all. Um, so okay. you could totally, dude, you sound better than most Americans. So you could definitely come walk over here and talk to anybody and not have any problem whatsoever so yeah, all right everyone to visit yeah i can't say for you know if you go up to canada though it's all that half freaking canadian french shit <laughs> so you're gonna have you may have they may look at you weird and stuff up there no i don't know i'm sure it's fine yeah i'm gonna stay away from there <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't go to montreal or anything you know quebec because they'll just be yeah like, you mm, you're from another country we don't like you uh <laughs> Are you French? No, all right then. Although, yeah, if you tell them you're from France, you know, then they then they love you. They love you. Yeah. yeah, even if you can't speak French, you're from France. You can't speak French. No, it's okay. We love you. Come on. You know, I don't know. All right. Yeah, but uh, oh. what about IKEA? Everybody loves IKEA. Is that Swedish? Okay. Swedish fish. Is it Swedish? I mean, IKEA. Is that a Swedish? IKEA company? Is Swedish. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh okay. See, I didn't know he's, that. Uh, he's one of the richest men in the world, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't have them here. I think the closest oh. one is Pennsylvania. No, they're in the United States, just not where okay. I'm at. Uh, Cle okay. Cleveland is the wasteland of the United States. So okay. we, things that are new like that don't come here. Um, but, yeah, I know, I know people that actually go to Ikea. They, they drive all the way uh, into another state to, um, to, to go shopping there. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, no, it's very popular. You know, it's it's sort of seen kind of like, um, you know, what a yuppie is, preppy type of thing, um, upper class. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's sort of viewed as an upper class thing. So, you yes. know, people, people here, like in Cleveland, look at it like, you know, 
you, you would you're just you shouldn't be you shouldn't be shopping there because you know we would be um, we would think that you're um, you're a yuppie or a preppy or something that, that that's bad it's not bad it's just you know my brother's not going to go shopping at IKEA you know Brian's not going to go into that place and buy anything that would be that would never happen you know okay that's just hmm. it's it's upper class it's you know it's nice but it's I don't know how else to explain it it's just um, it's too nice, I think, for for um, working class uh, blue collar workers type of thing. It's more of a white collar um, type of environment, or people that care more about the way their living room is laid out type of thing. I don't know how oh, else to explain. Okay, it. okay. It's just yeah, because that's that's not how it is over here. No, really. Just think that you're. It's like a department store over there or something. It's like yeah, Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Walmart is the thing over here. Walmart's everywhere. Um, everybody goes to Walmart. You know, then we have Kmart and Sears, and I mean, it's all those kind of big department store type of things. And IKEA is, like I said, it's not even in Cleveland, and it's just kind of off the map for the most part. And I, most of the time, it's just furniture type of stuff that people go there for. I don't know. They sell light bulbs. I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right, man. Uh, I'm gonna wrap it up. Uh, so, um, you got any shout outs or anything? Uh hmm. No. Okay. No. All right. I'm well, good. good. Good to have you on. We'll have you on again. Um, in thank uh, you so much for having me. Yeah, uh, we'll have you on whenever you get back from uh, Russia if you survive. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that in World War II and all that good stuff. That'll be fun. And maybe by then I'll brush up on where the hell Sweden was during the war because uh, yeah. apparently I've <laughs> totally failed at that, which I'm not usually good at. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening to Old Blast Ray. If you want to find out more information about this show and all the shows that we do, go to videogamenews.com and or write me, Kevin, an email, K-B-A-I-R-D at VGN.us. And, uh, yeah, like I said uh, earlier in the show, we'll definitely um, have uh, an uh, email technical show coming up as well as that oil show that I promised once I get everything put together. All right, thanks for listening. Good night.